Welcome to the Project Fitness Podcast for fitness professionals and fitness enthusiasts who want to be better at life. Fitness is the greatest investment of anyone's life. However, it's not easily obtained, and anyone who says different is just plain wrong. Join award-winning personal trainer and strength conditioning coach Chris Fudge every Monday as he explores all aspects of fitness that can lead you to your optimal health. If you want to learn useful, practical how-tos of weight loss, exercise science, nutrition, or just how to optimize your time in the gym and life, this show is for you. This podcast is brought to you by the Ready State Virtual Mobility Coach. Dr. Sturette is a movement and mobility coach for players in the NFL, MLB, NHL, and NBA, plus a doctor of physical therapy. Kelly has created a program called Virtual Mobility Coach. Every day, Virtual Mobility Coach gives you guided mobility videos. It walks you step-by-step through Kelly's proven techniques to relieve pain, improve range of motion, and improve performance. Try it completely free for two weeks, and if you decide to continue, you can get 10% off for life using the promo code PROJECT10. Hurry up because the code expires October 1st. Welcome to another episode of Project Fitness 10-Minute How-Tos. And today I'm going to go over top five surprisingly effective pieces of gym equipment that you should be using. Recently, I was in New Brunswick visiting my family to a little vacation. I haven't seen them in almost two years due to the global pandemic. It was really nice to get down there and see them, but now it is back to business. During the global pandemic, I was using different types of equipment in my house. I didn't have access to a commercial gym. So instead, I had to use what I had in my basement, as well as what could I purchase, or some people sent me some stuff to try out that was pretty cool. So I just want to go over some of the stuff that I feel is absolutely phenomenal for training. So this, I would recommend even before the global pandemic. If you're not using it now, you should be using a TRX suspension system. This is also known as like the total resistance exercise, the TRX system, refers to specialized form of suspension-based training. Originally, it comes from U.S. Navy SEAL Randy Hetrick, and he was a guy who was just doing like Navy SEAL work, wanted to get a workout in, so he'd take a parachute, hook it up to something, and start doing rows and presses and different movements out, off it. Using that allows you to leverage gravity as your resistance, and where you are in relation to the TRX determines how hard or how easy an exercise is. So you can create muscular tension through the body just by changing the angle of your body in relation to the suspension trainer. I find this so fascinating. The loads are controlled. The loads are easily manageable as well. On days you feel good, you can stand in one position. On days you feel a little weak, you can just change the position and then make the exercise a little bit easier. The TRX is used in every professional sport. And I know in the NFL, the TRX is used for all the athletes now. They've removed some exercises they don't use because of high risk to low reward. And the TRX seems to be one of those low risk with a high reward um, piece of equipment. And Drew Brees was like the guy for it. So he did a few commercials and then obviously got pretty big. And then every strength coach in the NFL is now using the TRX. So I love it. The second one is the TIB bar. The TIB bar, if you follow me on my social media, you would have seen me using this goofy thing that you hook your feet into. Essentially, you sit on the edge of a bench and then you're just doing dorsiflexion of the ankle. You're pulling your foot up, you're putting your foot down. So this is an amazing piece of equipment that reduces the risk of lower body injuries from activities such as running and jumping. It's great for preventing and getting rid of things like shin splints because it strengthens the ankles 
and it reduces the chance of knee injuries by training the muscles of your shin and your tibialis or your tibialis anterior, which is the, the big one that pulls your foot up. And a lot of people have a weakness in that muscle. What ends up happening is the stability of the knee is compromised. So I first got uh, viewed this with um, knees over toes guy, Ben Patrick on his social media account. And then him and I were chatting. He said, hey, let me send you one. Use it for a while and let me know what you think. All the years of uh, the heavy barbell training and stuff, and then you know some of the sports I did, I never had it really the best knees. And I found that during this this entire lockdown of me utilizing that thing there, my knees have felt actually phenomenal. And just using that to train that one muscle that has not been getting the respect and the exercise that it probably deserves, I think there's huge benefits for anyone who does barbell training, anyone who does sport, anyone who does running, the tib bar. And that's from the home gym guys where you want to get that one there. Or I think Ben Patrick sells one himself. I'll put that in the show notes for you. So another thing that I love, I love this and you've seen it. It's the monkey feet. So the monkey feet essentially is like a strap. It looks like, it looks like a ski boot that you put your foot in, right? And then you lock it up and then it hooks. Once you lock it in, it does like a clamp. It hooks like a hand around a bar or a dumbbell. Pretty much any size dumbbell, I believe that is around um, 1.45 inches or 37 millimeters. Like that's the max size it can get up to. And it hooks up to it and then it's underneath your foot. So visualize you wearing a boot with a dumbbell underneath your boot. Well, what can you do with that? You do lots of stuff. So you can train hip flexion by standing and driving your knee up to the ceiling. You can train the hamstrings. You can train the quadriceps individually. Um, what I did, what I found was I saw some videos of hamstring curls, the standing hamstring curls, but I found that you could generate a lot more stability by just pressing your thigh into a bench, into something to lock it down, and then you can push into it, and then you can contract the hamstring. You can then also change the angle of the knee as well to keep tension on. So instead of being you know, completely prone or being completely vertical, you can play with different angles if you have an adjustable bench at home. So I found that pretty pretty uh, uh, good for me, especially with sitting more than I ever have in my life in this last year. I found that um, just training the hip flexor muscles has been great. And my low back feels phenomenal from it. So that's monkey feet. Want to try that bad boy out. The third piece is the landmine. So if you've been in a gym, you've probably utilized this with clients before. If you're not a trainer and you have a trainer, your trainers probably utilized this with you before. And if you're just a gym goer, you've probably seen people play with this thing and you're not too sure what it is. So a landmine is a piece of exercise equipment. It's like a barbell anchored to the floor and you can put a weight, you can slide weights on it. So these used to be found in the corners of the gym. I remember in the early days, we just shove it in the corner and then you'd pick it up and do some presses with it, some rotation. So let's visualize a long barbell, one edge jammed into the corner of drywall. You'll put a plate on it. You might do T-bar rows. You might do you know, a unilateral press. You might do a variation of a row, single arm row. Um, and they would just like eat the whole of the wall. So for years, we just kept doing that. And then you just put a towel there to try to block it. And uh, yeah, it didn't do anything. So now you can get what's called a landmine. So this, this piece of equipment um, is anchored to the floor. So a lot of commercial gyms have attached them to racks. You slide the sleeve of the barbell in, and then it's locked in place. So the angle of the bar allows you to apply force vertically horizontally. It's a steady controlled speed. It allows you to control it. It allows you to move it fast. It's just not going to go anywhere. So you can arc instead of having it in so much of a straight line. 
So the landline, you know, I have one in my house and I found it very effective at the, uh, the at-home training. We kind of just like bolted it to the floor, put a barbell in, and it was great to do row and row variations. The fifth piece of equipment is a Swiss stability ball. Now, the Swiss stability ball has been around a long time. I remember when I started training, the Swiss stability ball was like the standard stuff. You could get a Swiss stability ball course and you were, you were the man. But they've been around since as early as 1960s. And they were used by physical therapists and chiropractors in Switzerland to assist with rehabilitation and then became known as the Swiss ball. From there, it's just kind of blown up into the U.S. market in the early 80s. And then all of a sudden, Paul Check became very big on using Swiss balls and used that for athletes and rehabilitation. Essentially, it's a giant ball you blow up. So you notice at the gym because you sit on it. You know, like if you're the lazy trainer, you sit on it while your clients work. If you want to do some abs, you sit on it, you do crunches off it. I have a Swiss ball and I found it so versatile for my own at-home training. So I could do things like I could do squat variations, put it on the small of my back, lean against a wall, put dumbbells in my hands. And now I can load this and I can even play with different knee angles by positioning my feet farther away or underneath me. And I can change the exercise and change the load through my lower body. It was a really good way just to, just to blast your lower body using it. As well as I use the ball to do some core training, um, which isn't too difficult. You just pretty much have to find a way to try to stabilize on it and then move something around it. And then it just lights up your core. And if you're not doing it well, then you get thrown off. So that's the Swiss stability ball. Those are the top five, but let's go over a little bonus one here that I've been using for a while. That kettlebell. So if you work out in a gym, you know what the kettlebell is. It's like that cast iron or cast steel ball with a handle attached to it. It looks like a cannonball with a handle. So it's used to do many different types of exercises from ballistic exercises that combine like cardiovascular strength, flexibility training. They're also used as primary equipment used in weightlifting sports like kettlebell lifting, which is a sport originating from Russia. So it's not just something you go and curl. I remember in my early days worked with a bodybuilder and then, you know, we would use, we would use the kettlebell to do get-ups, you know, and the biggest one we had there was 40 keys, like 88 pounds. And also one day I look over and, and he's trying to hammer curl it. Um, that's a massive hammer curl, but that's not essentially what it's for. So what we can use it for, unlike, you know, machine-based or stability-based exercises, you don't have to control the movement because you have the stable base of the machine. So you can really blast output. Then when you go to barbells, you have to control some of those movements a lot more because they're not attached. They're not attached to, to, to the ground. They're not attached to the wall. So there is a, a more of a stability component required there. But then the next level is the kettlebell, and you really have to steer that. So if you can steer that, that can really challenge coordination, stability. Anytime my shoulders are feeling beat up from like a heavy, intense training program where I'm doing a lot of, say, bench press work, my go-to always, always is kettlebell work, whether it's bottoms-up kettlebell presses, it's arm bars, even, even kettlebell snatches. But the kettlebell is my bonus one. And I love using it. I've got four here at the house of different weights. I've been able to manipulate that, whether it's for conditioning with swings, whether it's rehab for shoulders, whether it's uh, some form of hinge pattern, you know, for clients or for myself, the kettlebell would be like my bonus one if you're going to use. So top 10, five surprisingly effective pieces of gym equipment, TRX, Tib Bar, Monkey Foot, Landmine, Swiss Ball, and the bonus was the kettlebell. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. If you like this episode, please be sure to rate us on rate your podcast it's in the show notes also if you like what we're doing over here please if you don't mind buy me a coffee 
You can go to my Instagram at see the fudge. And there is an area there where you can buy me a coffee just to show some support with the show. We've got some really big things coming up here in the next six months. I'm so excited. Can't share the stuff yet, but it's going to be bigger and better. Thanks so much, everyone. Never stop learning because life never stops teaching. If you've learned at least one thing from this podcast and your mission is to help other people, please share this podcast with them. And a reminder, we will be releasing one episode every Monday for the entire year. So make sure to hit subscribe so you get the updated information as soon as possible. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. And thank you so much for allowing me to be part of it.